Hi, welcome to Pot is a Woman. I'm Eli Olsberg. I'm Teresa Lee. And this week we are talking about... Makeup. Makeup. Uh, a song I like. And that's my <laughs> that's the short Convincing? version. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like I don't like it. I do like it. Um, it's fine. We have uh, very excited this week. Who do we have joining us? We've got Corey Johnson and Ellery Smith, very esteemed, famed comedians of the East Side. Welcome. Of the East Just Side. Just of the East Side. I don't know. Well, I would lyric say, and Hyperion. Yeah. Well, I would, say, would you call yourself an East Side? I feel like yes, I used to yeah. say I'm an East Sider, but now I'm like, I don't live on the East Side, so do, do I still count I do think you are still an East Side. Do you do a lot of West Side com- no, comedy? No, I don't. Com- I live in the Valley, and I'm still an East Side comedian. Yeah, that's true. I'm an international sensation. We were Valley sensation. Comics. Right. I do feel like uh, we, we were, were Valley we Comics. We were Valley Comics for a long time, but not anymore. Absolutely not. Not anymore. No, never. Like two years ago, we were Valley Comics. Sure. Yeah. I feel like there's no real differentiation except for, um, in my mind, I'm like, East Side is like Brooklyn and West Side is like Manhattan, but then that's me putting my own bullshit onto LA. No, so. no, no, I agree. I would say West Side <laughs> is like club and East Side is alternative. Yeah. I would say show premiums are at such a high right now in LA. Everybody's gone ahead and flushed all that down. Like I've never, yes, I heard that, I heard that talk out. stop like two years ago and it occurred to me. I'm like, oh, too many places are closing now. So everyone's just a, um, an LA comic again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Interesting. That's oh, okay. my, that's my hot take. Welcome to WTF. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. This is, this is podcast about comedy. No. Yeah. Um, so that's my, yeah. But uh, okay, we're here well, to talk. We're ab- curious. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to ask you what your relationship with Ariana Grande is. Are you a fan? You're not a fan. When did you first become whatever? A fan or, fan or, not, or, or, not or a if fan. you're or a indi- not fan? By the way, there's no wrong answer here. We're not looking like if you're, if you're indifferent to Ariana in general. What's that? I said you're not fishing. No. Right, right. No, yeah. We just want to know. They want to know the truth. We want to know your journey, you know, or maybe it's starting today. Is it starting today? <laughs> Corey, could you kick us off? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, I'm, as a Libra, I'd say I'm pretty indifferent to it. I don't, <laughs> I don't really have an opinion. I'm not like, I obviously don't like her music enough to stand. And as someone who stands pretty easily, clearly I do not like <laughs> Which it. Which blows my mind. Wow. I'm like, wow, because Corey will really who do you go stand? into yeah. it, obsession-wise. And that's mental illness. Who do you stand? Illness. Um, for a while, it was Timothy Chalamet, for sure, for oh, sure. Okay, yes. Call Me By that, Your that's Name our, The couches you're sitting on is named after him. Oh, I, I heard The that. Chalamet? It's, uh, no, no, it's Timothy. Did you name it or did you no, buy Christine. it? Christine named him. I, is yeah. that a, do people name their couches? No, but Christine No, does. but she did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a great... <laughs> love it, love it. Um, um, wait, who do you stand in pop music right now? Anybody? pop music? Shit. Oh, I guess I'm like I've been really into Mariah Carey again. Oh, okay. That's a good. That's yeah. a good stand. Well, like I know this isn't pop, but like super Amy Winehouse vibes recently. Oh yeah, love and I don't know. I think the song that we listened to, um, <laughs> it's like boring. I don't know. It's man. not boring. It's fucking boring, dude. It's not I boring. can't relate. <laughs> and she does rhyme makeup with makeup. Yeah, I was like, okay, uh-huh. the way she rhymes makeup with makeup, iconic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, laid back queen. I, uh, last night at the um, bar, we uh, someone. Oh, uh, our our friend tried to say, "Oh, I grew up with Mariah Carey," like as if we hadn't. Yeah, because so- we were talking about Ariana Grande, and she was like, "Well, my version of that was," and I was like, "Yes, we also grew up with Mariah." Wait, Carey. how old was this person? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Oh wow. Not like not like any someone in their forties. I mean, everybody. Someone your age, like that's yeah, yeah, ridiculous. and was like, and I'm like, yeah, we all grew up on Mariah Carey, and also like that was a different. I grew up with Mariah Carey. Right, exactly, <laughs> uh, but like also, uh, also like. 
I think funny. Mariah Carey, um, that, because people, she actually did make a good point where she's like, well, Mariah Carey had felt like she was in her 30s that whole time. She felt older, yeah. How and, old was she? She was uh, like in her 20s, I, right? She was in her 20s. I think when like her first, when like um, Emotions and that really? came out, I think she was like 21. Well, she was Mariah not. Carey is a state of mind. Do you know Truly. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I also think like the demands of a pop star back then were different. Um, I, I think she really presented herself as like, kind of like in the same vein of Ariana, I think they're similar yeah. in that they're R&B pop for sure. Like there's their soul infused into it and stuff. And like Mariah Carey, I think that's just, that was her version of it. Whereas like, I don't know, like Madonna, like also like that period of boy bands and also pop stars, like from mm -hmm. the 80s, that had died down when Mariah Carey started. So I think pop yeah. had a different frame. But did Britney feel old to you? Because she was like, what, 16 or 17? She was yeah, so but young, but she feels young to me. was also very different. Like yeah. the way that they yeah. branded themselves, like uh, Mariah Carey was, and there's a great Chuck Loisterman gross article about uh -huh. this, um, where he talks about Britney's sex appeal in so much as uh, the maintenance of her virginity yeah and he like wonders if she knows that like by playing innocent she's sort of turning a lens on the sexiness it's like it's sure. like a fetish in and of itself yeah. or if she's just operating in a world where people are projecting sex onto her and she is innocent oh Do you know I, what I mean I think I would I would argue the former oh absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I, think, I think absolutely but it's a good thought exercise and also I think so too, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I think now that argument's it more it is I think now that argument's even more relevant because now there's a like another layer of like is this um like girl boss feminism being marketed as like when it's really actually misogyny still absolutely. yeah, um, yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh self-care talk it's like the capitalization like the the it's like capitalism uh cannibalizing feminism does that make absolutely sense? yeah or, yeah yeah actually like, I, I would yeah like uh, i think neoliberalism is like yeah responsible for all of it i couldn't agree more like it's all like a neoliberal shithole where like as soon as they i mean that's what the whole argument was with pride this year kind of taken well, there's, so there are two different like waves mass. of pride right there's yeah. there's like um What's it called? Tradition pride mm -hmm. or heritage pride is one of that is like the one that works with corporations to like make the pride festival happen. There's a great daily episode on it. And they oh. talk about like what. So there's like a half of pride split up and yeah. half of them are like we're not working with corporations because they're not supporting LGBTQ people all year long. And mm -hmm. the Heritage Pride Foundation says that um, any money directed at any time in the year towards those those uh goals or ends or whatever counts it's really it's and it's oh, sort of like there's like a like the first and second and third waves of feminism sort of the same thing like yeah third wave feminism mm. is like sex worker inclusive and right there's oh yeah and the, there's an interesting book at the i think it came out in the early 2000s i read it a little later called female chauvinist pigs by um ariel levy who writes about this where she was like she kind of was the first person to really put a lens on it well at least in, at from a popular book that i know of that like really t took off which was saying that like you know, women are like actresses will be like, oh, I did Playboy because I felt very sexy and very, you know, it was very liberating. And it, it mm -hmm. it's meant to feel like it's some kind of like feminist thing. And her argument is that it, and not only that, it like pins women against women still. Yeah. I mean, I think that whole argument is interesting because it's like, you know, there is like wanting to be feminist, but then there's also sometimes just wanting to be a person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't just always be like, I can never objectify. I think overall objectifying all women is bad. Sometimes wanting to feel sexy and being objectified to a certain degree 
it's fine because that's a human thing to be like, I want to feel right. wanted. But the main tenet of that is agency. So yeah. it's like I don't sure. necessarily agree with that author's point. Right? Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's, I think like that's very much rooted in second wave feminism, whereas like third wave feminism is about like, okay, I live under these societal structures that will, no matter what I do, foist uh, an image and an expectation of sex onto me. So how can I capitalize that for my own gain? I think at the time, like weaponize uh, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And when I read the book, I thought I was like, oh, this isn't, I don't know if this is, if I agree with this. But I do remember I was like, oh, this was written a few years ago when this probably would have been a pretty crucial stepping stone. It was like stone. 2000 woke, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, which is a valid stepping stone to getting to what we're talking about. Absolutely. That's, that's what I think a lot of that, like when people are going to read something like that, there needs to be like a critical eye on that rather than being like, well, this is canceled. Yeah. You know, so. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. wow. What a, ta- what a, really what a fruitful tangent. So basically, Love Corey it. is neutral. About <laughs> yeah, yeah, so in short, what we learned is Corey is neutral. I mean, I just want to say for a second, Corey, let's talk about the horror movies you stand. Oh, oh, I do like this. Oh, getting to talk about myself, I don't like that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, gore queen. Gore queen. Uh, gore horror. That's what I say. Gore I don't horror. like it. So it sounds bad, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> it's like fun to say. Um, I mean, you look, we're talking about agency here. I don't. So. <laughs> Go off. Pop off. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I don't like to say it, but I love Lars von Trier movies, and I know that's problematic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but I think they're so fucking funny. And um, just I like gore, and it sounds so shitty to be like I just like, but it sounds like really edge lord or whatever. <laughs> but I do get something out of it clearly if it's all. I well, I just want to tell you why the reason I asked you is Ari is also a huge horror fan. Oh, okay. So yeah. maybe it's wow. You think this just turned into a sudden cinema what podcast? What kind does she like? Well, she was a big fan of House on Haunted Hill, okay. um, the Haunting of Hill House. Excuse me. Hill she's House, not like a martyr's queen. Like she's no, 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 not no. Like, yeah, yeah. She's not. Let's be clear. We're not talking like, uh, like the no kind foreign. you and I talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No foreign horror films. Right. No, um, no. But she's still. I bet she watches Japanese horror. You think? Oh, well, yeah. She, she was. She just That's was the best demographic. Wait, it's she, so fucking She just bad. tweeted about or was doing Instagram stories about The Grudge and The Ring. She loves those movies. Yeah, okay. like the original yeah. Ringu. So okay. I saw. So can, can I just say the first thing <laughs> I saw that movie. Did not Ringu, just the uh-huh. the Naomi Watts. Oh, I uh, fucking stand that shit. I here's the thing. I watched it in a theater by myself, and <laughs> I was not. I was so upset because I was. It was kind of like you're gonna watch. This is gonna be. This is actually scary. It, it's even though it's PG thirteen, it's like super effective. I watched it, and I was like. Why is a horse freaking out on a like water fairy yeah. carrying? Car? I was so bored by it, but yeah, but I feel like they didn't do a great job. But it's because um, with the Japanese version, it's so much scarier that people are just that was oh, the I, general I, consensus. It's so much better. It's crazy. They try to make it yeah. accessible for teens. I totally. think that's why. Well, also I think that those movies have a much more cultural. Industry. They're like yeah, sorry, <laughs> excuse us one second while we go down industry lane. Uh, we. I also think that those, and this goes kind of to, I'm going to tie this back to Ariana. Just, you, just he always like, ties shit back. No, he's good at that. It's he's very, good at that. So it's almost scary. Here's, here's, uh-huh. that's, yeah, if you want to talk about scary. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's, here's what I have to say the about it. The strings on the pictures. Here, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm that meme. Um, I'm that meme combined with the one from Arthur where her eyes have like bags under them. That's, those are me. Um, same energy. And so uh, I, like those movies are built like I think they work because culturally 
their Ringu and Grudge are tied to mythology yeah. in their home country, whereas like here it's just like, well, this is kind of a cool idea, and we're not going to have a happy ending. And I also think that's part of why Ariana is drawn to it and why she, <laughs> Seven Rings, Japanese influence, coincidence. Um, she is absolute like coincidence. Tied it all together. I'm, if, uh-huh. Absolute coincidence. <laughs> yeah. However, I, I do appreciate so. the creativity coming from that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect I to the be. Mental leap and if I were more biased about it, I'd be like, holy shit, you have something. Like, I, <laughs> I like cared about a little bit more, even a little bit more. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit, dude. Exactly. I truly that's what it was amazing i'm like i'm like okay i'm i'm on to something here ariana loves japanese horror movies also loves japanese culture and Corey's like i mean sure let's go with that and she's like someone who believes a lot of shit i'm like okay sure Um." what if she was part what if she was friends with the culkin clan you're bringing in weird uh, i feel like she does know the culkin no no i People okay. Seth MacFarlane and Ariana Grande are friends. Okay. And uh, um, Jamie and thinks it's because they're going to be in that musical together. I forget which one. I think they're doing doing uh, West Side Story. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing Maria. Yeah. Oh my God! Imagine wait, wait. if she Speaking was Maria oh and he God, was Tony. I wouldn't put it past appropriation no, queen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, truly. Truly. Um, oh, so, yeah, that's another reason I'm like kind of neutral. It's because like. Oh, she's trying to do that stuff with her skin. <laughs> trying to be like dark. She's doing uh, yeah. dark. She's doing yeah, dark, we've man. talked about I it know quite you've a bit. No, no, no. It. I'm not saying. What, well, the reason I'm bringing it up is I. I what's interesting is the. Um, I feel like we're constantly moving the needle even a little more when we talk about it because everyone, kind of, we all agree on it in the same way. But what's interesting, I think, mm-hmm. over the episodes we've covered this is that everyone's had a different way of getting to that conclusion, which yeah. is super fascinating. fascinating. I do have a question. Actually, and this isn't even meant to be, um, like, because I agree that she appropriates, and we talked about a bunch, and it's problematic. But I I, I know, like, it, okay, if you live in Italy and you're Italian, because, peop- like, you do have darker skin in Italy, um, or more olive skin, right? But if you I mean, can't, it, it do, depends on where you're from. Would you want it like the, the culture of Americans is like we want a tan, like that's tan is beautiful. In Asia, it's like white is beautiful, so you want to get white. If you lived in Italy with like olive skin, is also is tanning a thing? Like, if you were outside of the American structure of like dark equals black, would being like, oh, would they be like, I'm gonna go out and tan, and I want to be darker, but like not with the context of looking black is that a thing well i don't think that would be a problem because uh oh a hand went up <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the well, answer but i'm just curious because i think no, it's I think so ingrained really into american culture yeah because it, well first of all if you're someplace i mean places like italy have a history of racism but not in the same way sure so it's like uh it's not just like the darkening of the skin so much as it is like that coinciding with a culture of appropriating you know black art yeah. And then additionally, combined with her uh, foray into like R&B and soul yeah. stuff and some of her like affects, yeah. I think it's a combination of stuff that makes it problematic and not just that one, not just that she's like tanned a little too dark. Yeah, totally. no, I, I know. She knows what she's mm-hmm. doing for sure. I'm just well, curious I don't even about... know that she does know what she's doing. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it seems like... I think like, she does. I think she does. Oh, I think because, that... I know, I like because she, she, she switched to J- Japanese because she got... She realized that. She <laughs> oh, really? She oh, was, like, you know getting too close to I'm canceled? Like, I, I'm, I think so. I think people just see shiny trends and, like, don't, if they don't have never experienced marginalization, they don't understand that, like, you can't just pick up a cultural trend and try it on because it's, like, not yours. Yeah. I'm very much here for this theory. I agree with that. I, like, I, I, I think, you I don't do think, think she knows. I no. think ignorance is, is still, com- is, she's still complicit in the problem. Sure. Yeah. I think, actually, I, I think the, the, 
truth lies like somewhere in the middle um, because I think you're right. I think there's a certain part of it where she does genuinely love Japanese. I mean, look, she loves Miyazaki no, no, she movies. Lo- and, and then like she loves black culture, but I'm right. saying it's so appropriate. No, no, totally. I, I think when she first started, I think it was less... Cons- like, I, I don't know. I think the tan part, I don't think she... Um, I don't think she blatantly thought of it. I do think there's a little more of an under, like she, I wouldn't say subconscious, but there was something in there where she's like. I think after she dated Big Sean, it started to like. Yeah. yeah. I, I, she, And then also because she might have thought, well, the way I'm doing this, I need to start blend. I, I need to actually, not blend, but um, I need to look the part even more. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because also with pop stars, it is a big machine that they're in charge yeah. of. And so they have to know every move they're doing. So that's why I say it's like somewhere in the middle where I think a lot of this is calculated and then there are parts that just kind of get sucked into the machine. It's also really interesting to think about like uh, women who are trying to separate themselves from a childhood fame image, right? If we think about Miley Cyrus who did yeah. uh, like We Can't mm-hmm. Stop and then that like Mike Will Made It song. If we think about her appropriating black culture in so much as it would help her to diversify like her brand and then mm-hmm. dropping it when it is no longer useful. Yeah. yeah. I think I thought with hers it was like upsettingly obvious. Oh, yeah. I, that was like one of the few yeah. times when she I went mean, it to was like, like two years of like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then she yeah. was like, she was like, uh, she's like, okay, now I have the song called Malibu. And, uh, and then like, <laughs> and then from there she now is like, I was telling Teresa last night at this party, I was like, that song Catitude is so fucking oh, so bad. bad. It is like, have you heard it? Okay, so she has a song with RuPaul on her on her oh on her she EP. Does. Yeah, wow. uh, which, ally. And it's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like the ally siren. She she. Yeah. And well, then it's her- also not just that. The song is like trying to be like an old school like uh, underground um, gay oh, club. Yeah. Song. yeah. No, totally. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, like, God. this needs. I feel. I <laughs> bet you at some point they had a meeting and they're like, let's make something that you would hear at Mickey's and WeHo or like yes, or that yes. kind of like a peaches. It's like trying to be like a peaches. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, totally. Oh, that's the exactly. Yeah. I couldn't think of the person. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, there's a Real Housewife that has like all that. Erica James, maybe she's like oh. a big. I don't know. Okay, she's not familiar she, she makes, with like, the canon. gay club music, and she's very uh-huh. popular. Oh. Uh, but she has like a dialed-in sound. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. Very specific, very referential. Well, it's it, like she's trying to become a queer icon, like by just working with, like directly with RuPaul. Which is so <laughs> wild because Miley actually is. She's identified she as pansexual, is queer, but, but she's somehow managed to make herself look like she's still only embracing it out of like convenience that's the difference it's like her identity is not the same as her persona right so it's like what she's trying to do i think is trying to be like how madonna has been like embraced by the gay community or like you know like or gaga like something you get nominated for i feel like you don't just decide yeah you can't just decide but i feel like by doing that she's kind of being like and me what about me (laughs) totally and yeah and she like uh, and (laughs) when you look at like madonna there was like someone had just posted this thing from like 90 or 91 when she was doing i think the truth or dare tour and they were like the person interviewing was like, so what is it that you're trying to do here? She's like, well, I just think gay people should have the same rights as straight people. I don't understand why this is even a discussion. And they were like, so do you think this imagery is going to upset people? And she's like, well, if it does, you know, I, I can't control how they're going to perceive it, g- given what, what she was doing on stage. And then they go, well, what would you say to that? And then she goes, yeah, that's their problem. And that's how you, that's like a real mm-hmm. genuine. Icon. Moment. Yeah, Icon. truly. <laughs> if you watch that documentary, I don't know how well it would have aged. I haven't seen it in like 20 years, but um, it's it's called Truth or Dare. And it's about how she, it's a documentary that chronicles that tour and how 
she's like a matriarch to this family. I love. Yeah, it's a really fascinating. If you contextualize the time that it was made, it's really like yeah. something. I saw it way too young. I should not have seen. I should have seen it later. Because even then, I liked it, but I was like, I don't understand some of this. I was like, why is this so? landmark or like why were people yeah, so moved by this and I was like oh I think I was too young to understand it uh, so uh, highly recommend um, and that's been the episode just no. kidding, what <laughs> um, okay wait but we we should find okay Ellery real quick oh, yeah. what's your relationship with Ariana Grande oh I I have she's been in my peripheral for I'm like very plugged in online uh, brag. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so her character is Cat from Nickelodeon has been like in my periphery for a while. Uh-huh. So I, I'm well aware of her like work history, I guess, <laughs> but I don't know much about her music. Like, think I know Thank You Next. Um, yeah. But I do not know much of her. What music. kind of music do you? Like, what's your? I'm sort of all over the place. I have a very interesting music taste. I do have a very. She some really some does. might say bad. Oh please tell some me might more. Say this is some, bad, actually, dude. Teresa Bateman did once say bad. <laughs> Sometimes you play things, so I'm like, all right, um, I'm going to secretly take this off the playlist for the show. And honestly, we're better for it. Yeah. What, let's hear it. some of these. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Paul Simon guy. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Daft Punk guy. Um, <laughs> I love, like, odd rap music. Such like, as? What's odd rap music? Um, like, I loved Das Racist. Do you know them? Yeah. Okay, oh, I was yeah. crazy about them. I thought that was a lot Did of fun. Did you see fun. the video with Fahim Anwar? Like, what? Did you see the video with Fahim Anwar that he was in? No. Do you know he does a character, this is a side tangent, but totally worth talking about for a second. It's a very, very funny comic named Fahim Anwar who has a character called Lance Cantstopoulos. Might have fucked up the last name, but I don't think I did. But um, anyway, he dances on stage, but this, he did this character in their music video. Oh, like he cool. danced and it was amazing. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. So I like them a lot. I'm a big, um, I like Brother Ali a lot too. So just a lot of um, that is an interesting palette. Like a frat boy. It's I'm it's a like, frat yeah. boy's taste in music. I do. I love yeah. yacht rock. Yeah. Oh. I love yacht rock. Like I'm, like I'm a big Steve Miller band fan. Ooh, this is so fascinating. It's, really, it's <laughs> gross. It's gross. It's this not is... gross. It's not gross. Something happened to me as a kid. I've I wouldn't say it's gross. Gross. <laughs> they're not gross. They're just interesting. They're just interesting. I have like an yeah. I guess for me it depends on. I obviously have a quite the palette. Corey knows this from our conversation. <laughs> yeah. music. And I sometimes some of my tastes blindside people. The big one that always for me that uh, people are freaked out by is there is this digital hardcore group called Atari Teenage Riot. That oh, was I know, really, I know exactly who that is. Oh, I saw them in concert when they came here a few years ago. I was like, oh my god, they're coming in concert. Only like four hundred people showed up in like a fifteen hundred cap venue. Yeah. It was amazing, but uh, they were like super anti-fascist, very political left wing mm-hmm. um, from Germany, no less. And we're very, very good. But whenever people are like, oh, I want to hear that. Like if I'm dating someone, like, yeah, like they're like, what the fuck is that? Because uh-huh. all they do is they turn up their BPMs to like a, a, an insane level and just scream over it. But I don't know. It just... I love old, like old, old, old country music. Oh, and every it, so often a boy will be like, show me something. And it's so crazy. It's like so crazy, embarrassing. It's like folk just like lots of I'm a I love banjo music and Ellery this is so fascinating I know this yeah there's like so like many things about Ellery you'd be like what the yeah, fuck yeah this is like this is like <laughs> her friend is the it's, most it's like constantly interesting I'm always like uh, what the fuck she's my favorite person I love her but oh, what, the fucking, <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking weirdo there, yeah. I love by the way this is I'm it's complex so, it's so funny because whenever Corey and I talk about like a movie and I, if something surprises me that you don't like it or right. like that I, I'm thinking I'm like oh she might like this when you don't like it, I'm like, that's out of character, but that means it's in character. Exactly. Because uh, you're a surprise? 
Sure, let's say yeah, that. She just has an interesting, because, <laughs> yeah. like, uh-huh. she'll be like, oh, yeah, you guys, I remember she was, like, she would not, when she was going through her, let's call it her Lords of Chaos phase. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, was no. just like. Some I say Stan, I say obsessive. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. say obsessive I would say unhealthy disorder. obsession. It's yeah. a movie oh, okay. um, about uh-huh. a death metal band from Norway that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is, the, like, a real story. It is, yeah. Is yeah. Taken by a director Wait, who put too much, who really was indulgent in how he decided to tell the story. So indulgent. But. But, uh, but anyway, I remember during that period, I'd be like, oh, you should see this. And she's like, yeah, I went to go watch it, but ended up just seeing Lords of Chaos for the fifth uh-huh. time. I like, couldn't watch. I do this thing where I like I do get obsessive and I have to watch this. Like I watched that Lars von Trier movie, The House that Jack Built. I've watched it nine times. And, <laughs> well, I, like, which I which think everybody that's... talks about. They're like, I, uh-huh. it was so hard to get through. Even people, <laughs> even people who like love it. Like, I've watched it once. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. Not going to see it again for the rest of my life. Oh, or he's like, inject it into my veins. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, um, can I... Um, Freebase thought. <laughs> That's. I wonder if. Um, I if like, That's so fucking. Funny. I'm hoping after this podcast. That's the song of the summer. Can I? Freebase I'm, like, freebase I'm hoping that after this podcast, that you are suddenly like Stan Ariana, and you're like, I'm obsessed. Uh, you know, man. I hope so. She too, makes it. Man. I will say she makes it hard for her to stand. I feel like. Yeah. Like, I oh, feel like Casey Musgraves is much easier to stand. No, I disagree. I wow. think Ariana gets real, which means she's always changing. She real. Which makes you, uh, I feel like, easier to connect. So sometimes you might not like her, but it's honest. And that's then true. she becomes, and then she'll say something, and you're like, oh, that's also really honest. She's a true Cancer Sun and Moon. True. Oh, yeah, what's her full chart? Shall we listen wait, to happy um, birthday, man. makeup? Uh, wait, wait, before we, yeah. before we do, um, we did an episode very early on where we did her birth chart. Okay, can um, I just hear for personal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't remember it was... Cancer, Sun, and Moon, and the, the rising was debatable. It was either, I think it was either Cap or Sag rising. I, would, I could be completely wrong about the second one. I remember either Cap. way, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Uh, but, that's, but she lives her she lives her truth and her feelings. Her birthday was at the end of and June. And her feelings. Cancer, yeah, so. <laughs> Wait, what, and Corey's a Libra, and. I'm a Sagittarius. Her moon is Libra. Sun and Cancer, Moon Libra. Oh, because she said my Cancer, okay, Sun, and like Moon that. ass. Oh, and maybe sun. then. This could be wrong. I think it has to be wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't see the Libra. <laughs> it could, yeah, I'd, I'd have to. Um, I don't see Libra either. Yeah. But I remember uh, she, like, when we talked about her chart, something came up about, like, she, it's definitely a pure, it's like a feelings chart for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's her rising's cap, and I don't think that's true. Yeah, that was the debate. It was like potentially. Did you do your full chart yet, Ellery? I did it for her. Corey has done right. it for me. I don't. She is a um, Sagittarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. Welcome to the club. What does that mean? Hold chart real quick. So you can't tie her down. I'm no, absolutely. That explains everything. When you were telling me yesterday about the guy you were seeing, I was like, "Oh, this is totally. This totally meets the. Especially, oh my God, Aquarius rising. Her Venus is in Scorpio. What does this mean? My Venus is also in Scorpio. Wait, what's yours? I'm sorry, I'll stop talking. Oh, it's okay. I'm a Scorpio Sun, Cancer rising, Virgo. Oh, wow. Okay. Virgo Brutal. placements make me like. Ah, Beyonce okay? is a Virgo, you know. Yeah, I well, like to Kim's work hard. A, Kim's of Libra, not sad. Um, what uh, it means, <laughs> Ellery. What all this stuff means is you can't be tied down, but you're um, you're emo- you emotionally are seeking that very hard. Yes. Wait, that's yes. crazy. That's you so true. We were talking yesterday. You weirdo. I'm like Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is my entire. Yeah. He's I an can... investor. In that, that was definitely. fucking great. That was great. But yeah. yeah, I like, I'm sort of constantly, I like really want mm-hmm. stability and like a safe relationship, but it's very low drama. 
and that is not what I. It's not what you want. It's like you want to get you want people to get close, and then as soon as they do, you're like, what? Yeah, and I will like act out or like I'll like. I won't act out, but I'll ice people out in a yeah. really, really unfortunate way. Woo, where I'll just like, I'll just like turn very cold because yeah. they're like, we're getting yeah. too close emotionally, and then, that's very sad. Um, yeah, so sad. That's not. Yeah, but also um, Scorpio and Venus really that brings that. That's not just you know. Oh, that's that what makes you boy. That's what makes you boy crazy. That's but why I'm like you think so I'm boy crazy. <laughs> yeah, a little. I think yeah, the Scorpio and Venus makes you possibly Damn, more truthful though, because that Scorpios are really, really want to know the well, truth. Ellery, I feel like we're both really picky and both of our venuses are in scorpio i'd say yeah. you're picky until you really are just looking for someone oh you think we're picky about boys yeah oh no i don't think we're picky oh, about I'm boys. So I, think we're, I think we're picky about everything else you oh. are you are picky about boys i maybe my type is just more common <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah my type is oh yeah you love like niche boys yeah yeah niche boys. yeah she needs a she needs a lords of chaos I need son. A beautiful yeah. boy. house that jack don't move a beautiful boy rising <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can I call uh, you by your name? So I, guess, I guess let's do the yeah. let's, let's do the song. To a little bit of um, and yeah, we're gonna just listen to about a little thirty second snippet here. I do. I yeah. know. It's very simple, but very. Also, that's abusive. That's abusive <laughs> behavior. Yeah. I mean, that's a cancer sun. Yeah. And oh, moon. Oh. Always yeah. being tested. Cancers are so emotionally manipulative. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't um, know that they're manipulative. They just don't know their own emotions. It's my, my What I've well, seen from cancers is that they are all over the place, and they need you to know exactly how they're feeling as soon as they feel it. And you're like, yeah. okay, can you figure out like, your shit before you like yeah, put it on like, me? I don't, I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> oh, yeah. Delory like, mainly dates cancers, right? Yeah. Oh, really? I've dated. But they can be very nurturing cancer boys that's gnarly cancer boys are nurturing no they're nurturing the women are love bombing no my my no oh well that guy sounds like a bad bad news but i have cancer guy friends (laughs) i have cancer guy friends who are very like uh well there's always dark and light versions of each because i I think that about gemini's too because i think there's like i have tons of great friends who are gemini's but the dark side of gemini's can be very much like that I love Gemini's, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Well, look, Corey and I are both Gemini rising. We are, but I just dated a triple Gemini from <gasps> hell, like no. genuinely from hell. Oh, oh God. Sage. Yeah. Don't say it on. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <if> you <laughs> listen to it. No. Brutal. Well, okay. Um, she blocked me on Venmo. I that think is, that. She blocked you on Venmo. Were you trying to send so her money? You can't send her money. Yeah. No. It, no. That's it's this whole fucking thing. That's well, <laughs> this whole fucking thing. We're not that, gonna get into. What a sentence. Also, by the way, yeah, triple signs are like. I don't know. I think about it a lot, and I'm like, I don't know if I could handle a triple sign. <laughs> um, yeah, I just met this triple Pisces. I was like, we're not oh gonna my God. be close. We're not gonna be I mean, look, I have two of my signs in, like my, you know, my sun and moon are the same. Yeah. And my Merc, I have so much Aquarius in my chart, and so <laughs> much, uh, and a lot of. Yeah. What is it? Aquarius and Aries are my primary. Yeah. Ooh, I like Aries and Aquarius. Those are like fi- air and fire, though. Those are the yeah. fun. Air right. and fire signs are fun. We're goofy to a fault most of the time. I don't, yeah. know. Don't get I me think wrong. water is down and loyal. Look, this isn't an astrology podcast. <laughs> I, also, I, I don't understand Sorry. any of these. I don't understand Sorry. any of these. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's just that I'm going to stand my water signs. All right. So I let- think the song. OK, so so yes, it sounds abusive. But I don't think it's abusive. I think it's her way of kind of getting ahead of what the insubility 
responsibility she feels in relationships. Oh, that's a it. very interesting oh, case. I, yeah. I read it more as Justifying like Justifying it? Well, because if you listen to a Sweetener and like Better Off and other songs from Dangerous Women even about her past relationships, it seems like she seems to go for people who are not stable and don't provide that security for her. And she's emotional and she wants to be nurturing, so she wants to fix them and make them okay. But I think she tries to match their energy. And this song sounds like she's trying to be like, I like when you come back to me, so I'm going to try to like break us down before you break me down, and then you'll come back to me, and then it'll be fine again. I actually, I really down. understand that. I really understand that. Like, I feel like when a guy is like being mean to me or whatever, like yeah. he's just not acting the way that I want him to, I'll just stop talking to him for a while. Yeah. And like that, me pulling away makes him pull in. Of course. Yeah. That is. Well, that's the oldest love. trick in the frick. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it's very emotionally <laughs> manipulative. Oh, I yeah. Love, yeah. I love that, um, like being in your 20s culture as well. <laughs> 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 um, I also, I think, like, I agree with that assessment. And I also think there's a second layer to it where she's like, being like, yeah, I also know that this is the thing I gravitate towards, which is a very dramatic relationship. Like, it's mm-hmm. a very, I think she, it's, for a while, it was probably all she knew. Um, yes. In whatever relation, I don't even know if this is. I, I would imagine this is a reference to several relationships. Yeah, I don't I think, think there's a boy. I, think it's one. No, no, that's no. I challenge her to be in a relationship where the first time they break up, she never goes back again. That's it. Bottle, bottle, bottle cap challenge out. Pete. Ariana dating challenge hard. in. It might be Pete. well. Pete and her did have a break. Wait, say the challenge again, like in full. So it's. This idea of like we've talked about this, but the idea of like I'm like now I've done that a lot, the on and off, and I'm like next time I date someone, when it ends, it ends. Like yeah, that's if just we're it. Broken up, we're if the door's up. closed, it's closed. None of the that I miss you shit because generally it's a sign that something didn't work out. Yeah, and I've I, been in both types. I've done it where I'm like, all right, it's done completely, and I've done back and forth, and I I think they're both. It's it's what's interesting <laughs> about it is that like the on and off thing is generally an unhealthy model at some point. Well, you can't it, know, you know with absolutely. the done completely. That's the whole point. Right. The whole point is to not focus on the but what yeah. if. Is to just be like, to move too on. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too bad. Like it's gone. It's by. Like there's it, even if it was the best thing you never had. Like something else is out there. Yeah. I can't. Sp- yeah. I, I agree. I mean, that's the also just the healthier route, whether you think it at the time or not. Like when you look back yeah. in retrospect, that's always going to be the healthiest way to do it. Definitely. Well, specifically yes. like living your life for you, right? Like yeah. I have things outside of this relationship that keep me that like comprise my life mm-hmm. so i will replace it with like more friends or more open mics or whatever mm-hmm. but it's not like the main <laughs> tenant like keeping me up and going yeah yeah well and that's people i think forget that that's how much work goes into a relationship that you realize you are neglecting those things sometimes and um i it took me a long time to figure out that i'm like because I do think relationships are a lot of work, but I do think at a base level, there has to be a simplicity to them. And this song mm. is a great example of that from the get-go. Yeah, the simplicity is not there. It's not well, there. Well, she's so also just... trying to find stability in the instability. This is what I hear, too, when she says, like, I'm recognizing this pattern that keeps happening, but at the end of the day, I'd like to make up with you. What she's saying is, like, oh, you guys think this is unstable, but actually, it's so stable because it, it keeps, keeps happening. happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can always expect the chaos. Yeah. 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 I get it's, that. It's that comes up a lot in astrology. Child of mm-hmm. alcoholics culture. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, some people are it really is like a nature versus nurture thing where yeah. there's like part of it that's probably instilled in you and then you have this like chaos you're around. Also, she has no frame of reference of a normal life. Like she Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So no. for her, it's all just part of, you know, she that's because I always think about I think about a lot how people can compartmentalize and I realize they don't. Um all they're doing is shutting it off 
because the show must go on for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then when it's over, it's like it comes out even uglier. I feel very bad for children who are celebrities and like become like adult celebrities. It's like such an interesting prison that presents itself as privilege because it is privilege. Sure. But it's like a very insidious kind of privilege that comes with its own set of problems. That's such, I've never heard it said that way and I think that's the best way to say it. It really is like, a th- yeah, yeah, enjoy, yeah, boy. I did drop You've been saying college. a lot of big words and I'm like, yeah, I know what that means. All yeah. right, Scorpio rising, please. I'm a <laughs> Gemini, Gemini rising. <laughs> I like, but yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, oh, God, and it's, uh, um, all right, so we're going to break down the song a little. Okay. Um, genius lyrics yeah. time. Our favorite part. So mm. what we're going to do is we're going to go through the genius.com breakdown okay. in a second. Okay. Before, we're going to just give a little production info first, but it's our favorite thing to do because it's written with the level of an academic like yeah. pursuit of insanely simple lyrics. So um, <clears throat> just as an FYI, the song was written by Ariana Grande, Victoria Monet, Taylor Parks, Tommy Brown, and Brian Baptiste, and produced by Brown and Baptiste. And it's the seventh track off the album. And um, it's somebody on Genius. The first thing they said was, it consists of a constant play on words to intertwine relationships and cosmetics. <laughs> Very astute observation. Honey. Honey. Like, <laughs> they make that Fenty uh, yeah. reference. Yeah, that's right. That Fenty reference. I actually love that reference. It's I don't, fun. It's I don't fun. Even wear, I, I don't wear makeup, but you know what? I knew what she was referencing. Yeah. And like, that's a good. And also, it seems I like. I think moisturizer would change your life. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, uh, we'll go to Kiel sometime. <laughs> I, uh, interesting. I just, I just know everybody. I've never heard anyone say that they don't like Fenty. Yeah, Fenty's great. I, I have that highlighter. I've never used it. I actually wanted. Tr- she has this lingerie line, and oh yeah, Savage. Yeah, I want to get something. But I isn't she also doing like an upper kind of a like a more expensive line? Yeah, now? she's doing like a um, like dresses a and stuff. Yeah. Um, Victoria, but just a quick thing in case people don't know, Victoria and Taylor are. T- in her posse they're like her friends that she bought two of the people who she bought rings for mm-hmm. and um, two of the seven rings oh, yeah wow. oh she bought seven rings for people like, like is that what the, that's what the song yeah so yeah, they're yeah. like they've been with her from the get-go and they also write with her and damn and who has seven friends <laughs> well yeah i mean but they both sing as well yeah they're both singers <laughs> and they, they, <laughs> <laughs> they both well they both like also I think um, because they're also in in the industry and write songs, I think that's why it's easier for her to be like, like feel like a camaraderie with them. I can't imagine making a friend like at that. It's kind of what you're saying. There's this like insidious privilege because you essentially are not that you can't just start dating. I don't know somebody who's like an Uber driver, but But you can't. You you really can't. You absolutely cannot. Yeah, it's like so you you lose this like. Uh, kind of thing where even so that I think goes your the same. Your life becomes smaller. Your options become yeah. smaller. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like money is totally. access, but not. To I also everything. don't think she's even at the level where she could be on like Raya. Do you know what I mean? Like I, who wants to be on that really? But I do. Uh, but, no, uh, no, I'll I'll absolutely, absolutely. I would love to be on Raya. I think I would crush it. I think I would do really well. If anyone wants to refer us, yeah, I would for sure. I agree. I actually think I would have a blast on Raya. I think we would do really, really well. I think so too. Yeah, and I and I rarely get that confident about things. Who am I kidding? But also, I just got on Field, guys. It's Field. That's scary to me. Do you like it? I do. And who told you to get on field? Eli did. I love field. Oh. Caroline, Caroline yeah. Honey Myers. I was just going to say. Field forever. Yeah. 
Yep, Caroline uh, has also um, been telling me to get on field. Oh, this is really interesting. Uh, no transition. I'm <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Just if you, if you, people listening, they know what field is. You make up your own mind. There's a there's this a device. This is interesting because I wouldn't have guessed this, but she, and I don't know that this is really true or if she just said it. But she said on the Zach Sang show that it's like my favorite song. Ariana said that? Yeah, she said it's kind of masochistic because it's like, ooh, yeah, we're fighting and it's hot. I hate it, but I love it. It's like my favorite song. But it's also like, let's not that be a thing in your life again. Does that make sense? Yeah. How she, old is she? <laughs> 20. Five. She just turned 26. Damn. Go off, queen. Oh, yeah. Well, see, okay, this is the, what I was talking about. Of like, I don't really think she's trying to fuck with this guy. She said, like, I don't love it when we make up. Let's stick to our guns here and respect ourselves. That's how my like subconscious has been talking to me since that. I've literally been listening to it in the car, and I'm like, oh, God, I love this song, but I hate myself. I'm like, ah, F, this record is so good, but also like I hate that part of myself, but it bangs, though. Okay, so <laughs> translation to me is oh, oh, she right, right, wrote right. this as a way to be like, I don't like this, but I'm going to – but sometimes it is really sweet when you're in it. and bef- You know, like when you're in a bad situation where you're like, I know it's bad. I have to get out, but first, let yeah. me – Schrodinger's cat before I like truly believe it's bad let me just like enjoy the sweet stuff about it and then I'll be like okay I'm gonna get out now uh okay but first I'm gonna come back and get a little okay no 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 I'm gonna leave so that's why I feel like this relationship is for her where she's like I recognize it's bad it's bad pattern but in order for me to stay in it I have to like have a reality where it is good and so this is that reality. Interesting. Or maybe I, not good, but empowering. Yeah, she's kind of like putting it like in her hands. She's deciding on the chaos, right? Yes. She's, she's choosing it instead of just being sort of like uh, something that it happens to. She's in control. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And and she did that in Sweetener as well with Better Off. And I think that's maybe yeah. why I like that song. I like that song Those a little Those two kind of go together. Better yeah. Off is the other side of this. Better Off is I'm out and I'm better off. But still, you can hear that she wants to go back. By the way, just to fill you guys in, Better Off was a song that's more explicitly about her relationship with Mac Miller and how he okay. would like get like really fucked up and, and she was trying to help. You know, their, their relationship was really unstable. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't fuck with addicts anymore. That's, yeah. No and more that's, addicts. Um, this is 25. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's, uh... There's another layer to me. Makeup also is about like putting on a fake face and there's so, something yes. fake about this song. And this is why I'm like, I actually agree. I di- it wasn't my favorite song when I listened to it. And there's something about it that I'm like, it's fine, but I'm like, I can't put a finger on it. And I think maybe it's because it, it's fake. It's like we, what I like about Ariana is when she gets really honest and she's honest and talking about it. But this is like the but version. the feeling is dishonest. Yes, yeah. I think the version, this is a, a song she's put out to try to like, Convince herself. Yes. And that's why I that's why I prefer better <laughs> off because you know it's that's it's that's honest. raw. Like yeah, yeah, truly. Um okay, let's see the breakdown here of um Okay, you covered that part. Oh yeah, her apparently Ariana's mom does not like that song. Well she likes the sound of it, obviously, <laughs> but it's just like kind of masochistic. Ariana's mother, Joan Grande, has not officially addressed this, but she has expressed her love for the album on Twitter. Um so let's. We're gonna do a quick little lyric breakdown here. Um, she says, "Go ahead, ruin my makeup." And uh, Genius.com says, "Ruining makeup can be interpreted one of two ways. Firstly, Ariana wants the man she is addressing to upset her and make her cry. In turn, ruining the appearance of her makeup so that she can reconcile with him later. Alternatively, she's referring to passionate kissing because the appearance of makeup can be ruined as a consequence of making out." <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, totally. this is actually super accurate. Genius, <laughs> genius.com 
actually coming through living up to their name mm-hmm. uh Jeez. i don't know i do think there's like some truth to that where it's like she it's kind of what you're talking about with the fakeness of it but there's also part of me that's like oh yeah she's talking about crying but also smearing makeup around you but know see, that's the part where i'm like if you read the subtext i'm sure they both it sounds like the situation is not good for either of them but but the fact that she's like crying so much it doesn't sound like she's necessarily like egging them on, this person on for her to cry sounds like he's made her cry so she's egging him on oh yeah like, that's, that's true the subtext. Yeah. it doesn't sound like she's truly just like i'm gonna fuck with this guy to get what i want yeah she's like crying so she's like yeah she's like i'm gonna fuck with him to get back at him yes yeah. or, or to, to make or to like face this head on yeah it's like when you feel really bad but like they didn't do anything specifically but they are you know they're do- everything is like little minute like minute abuse you know but you can't be like mad at one thing you can't be like oh you canceled that plan because you had a good excuse but in your head you're like but you're lying but you can't call them a liar so then you're just crying because you're like what's happening why are they pulling away from me yeah yeah wow That's, i think it's her trying to be like and Yikes. now i will give you a reason for you to yell at me so then i can yell back at you Oof, man. Yeah, there is nothing like like. Have you ever had a boyfriend that you just wish would cheat uh, cheat on you, so you could no. just have like a reason <laughs> to break up with? You could just be like, "Well, this is definitive and it's done." Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. You want to find the you want to. F- it's like I you're, want, sa- like, I it's you're saving the, the little evidence for the big one. Yeah, I want to like hit the bottom. The so I know. Sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because that's that's it's very easy to to like put the narrative that the person sucks mm. and they're they're done. They're out. Um, it's like that Jeffrey Epstein case, you know, when they knew that he, <laughs> he, was, he had underage girls, but they're like, well, we can't get him. On, we can get him on a bigger charge, but yeah. we have to prove it. <laughs> What Teresa is saying is that I am like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Ellery, Epstein, same. <laughs> yep, two sides of the but same coin. But do you coin. stand? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, do you want to do the next lyric about sure. uh, okay. staying mad all day? The lyric is, I'm staying mad all day so we can let it out tonight. Bring you to the bed where we can really make it right. Ariana made a similar point on Cashmere Cat's April 2017 track, Quit, which is one of my favorite oh, songs. that's such a, such a good song. song. If you haven't heard Quit yet, it's this very minimal, like, her just essentially singing behind like a, a keyboard and it's, it's oof, so good good song um, and the song it says when you said baby I just want you to lay me down and we'll fuck the pain away cause skin on skin I feel nothing but the burning of desire and that's just foreplay and that's on okay, quit on. and did I not tell you that it is that just that lyric imagine the whole song it cuts you open <laughs> like it is so passionate I've never seen you like this passionate so he's a very passionate, passionate yeah. guy that's well okay. hey I just heard a song that fucking <laughs> that took a lyrical knife and cut me open that's I mean, my favorite um, band is I'm like they're goddamn lyricists yeah. and she's like she's like okay i don't want to listen to it but they're lyricists she's like don't get me wrong she's like just don't play it right now Corey, Corey's like i will say you will mainline it all day long <laughs> i'm good for the first two hours of the only when bottom. i was going through something i let you do you it. were you you knew that well i'll say this Corey will also we we talked about this a long time ago where we were talking about some song that was really bad and I was like, well, I think I've circularly gone but to liking this song. And she goes, yeah, everything I like starts as a bit. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, it does. I, and then you just internalize it. I fucking it. love it. That's yeah. me with like, all the words the I say. the only thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that I say is oh, jokes. Oh, you have heard my slang and it has all started as a joke. Oh, my God. And, it uh, and, so I, and I repeat the same thing over and over. So I shouldn't even start it as a joke because my mind is just like, that's what you say now. Us with snapping. And it works. I, Ellery... <laughs> Ellery laughs and she snaps when she laughs and we became friends and I started 
started doing it and I can't stop doing it right now, <laughs> which is such an air sign trait. Snapping um, is contagious. It is. And it's like such a weird thing to be doing. Like I'll be in Panera and I'll just be like, ha 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 ha, like by myself. And it's like, when, leave Panera. When some people, like I went to art school and when somebody. Brag. Brag. Yeah. Pick up that brag you just dropped and, tectonically. Uh, I, and when people would say something that you, they agreed with, when they would hear something they agreed with, they would snap like huh? completely sincerely. Oh no. Like a beatnik. Or I, I, they would like applaud uh, like with snaps. Yeah. So now I have started to snap at people to applaud them. Like, uh-huh. go off. Nice. And uh, it has uh-huh. just cannibalized Cute. my whole personality. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Well, now I'll keep that in mind the next time if I get a snap from Ellery. It means good job. Yeah, yeah. I actually laugh. I'll usually be laughing yeah, be along laughing. with it. It's true. If I'm at comedy shows and I'm uh-huh. laughing, I'll, like, I'll snap I do too. It too. <laughs> it's so fun to do. Yeah. Um, all right. It's so ne- fun to do. It's Next. so sub- sub- subconscious, too. <laughs> if anybody listening thinks that's also very fun to do and does it, please at all of us. Yeah. No, uh, leave me out of it. <laughs> um, okay, so next lyric. <laughs> I get enough She says, <laughs> sorry in a box, so when it pops, surprise, surprise. Sorry in a box is a play on Jack in a box, a toy box <laughs> with, with a puppet inside. No, that is No, that's hilarious. not what it is. Isn't it like a vagina thing? Well, hold on. So <laughs> she jumped ahead. Truly, uh, here we go. So yeah, it's a play on Jack in a Box, a toy box with a puppet inside that pops out while winding. Box is also slang for vagina, which Ariana pops out and uses to apologize to her lover. <laughs> <laughs> Pop that pussy. Is this like an AI translating it? Like it's so formal. That's what's so funny about it is it's that like these people like truly like there's like some I picture it as like someone freshman year of college who just took like a philosophy class or something or so, and then they were like also doing this on the side being like overly interpretive yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i love that though um okay and then do you want to do the next one that promised me there yeah wait well, i have something to say about this so oh, yeah. okay so the jack and box thing is interesting because it's it's kind of saying like you don't that that is the drug here the, like the makeup whatever but it's thus then the person admitting that they're wrong or saying sorry because yeah. that's the part that the, she's excited about. It's like, it's like it's going to be bad, it's going to be bad. And then I hear the sorry and everything is going to be okay. Well, look, there's two types of makeup sex, and both of them have a, an insane chemical rush to them where it's either the one where you're both sad and crying and apologizing, and that's uh-huh. there's still something to that that has like an, a different set of endorphins hitting. Uh-huh. And then there's the kind that's like super passionate because you just reignited the flame or you're you're there you're kind yeah. of tra- taking that anger and putting it in a different place and so i think that interesting uh, yeah what do you guys think of that academic breakdown of i've makeup never sex? had sex like that I, like either way <laughs> oh ellery you haven't lived it is yeah, I, can't, I can't say the same yeah i don't I think I've ever and don't get me wrong i'm in bad relationships like it's not like we're not fighting <laughs> we're just like not making up yeah. well just that yeah i was gonna say it also depends on how you value that person there has to be like the stakes have to be a certain yeah i know sorry ellery this is a drag yeah. uh, uh you have to like really there has to be like it has to feel like high every, stakes everything's yeah. on the line i've, been, on, I've been in those situations I don't and think it I've, is very great i don't I've think never, i've ever felt that way never let myself be that close like, to someone it's it yeah. sometimes so. even made me like fearful that when i'm out of something really bad because it's like the worse it is the better the making it, truly, up is truly truly it is so yeah. you, the, it is totally not worth it, the cost of doing business it sometimes in makes you run. me like scared especially in situations where I'm, I'm like okay that's really bad don't go back to that i'm like don't let too much time go by because then i'll be like oh it's about You'll time forget. to have that makeup yeah <laughs> yeah it's, the it's thought wild. rush is better sometimes yeah i don't think i've ever felt like so seriously about somebody that it would like 
be important makeup sex. You know what I mean? Where I've never yeah. been like, oh my God, like I'm going to lose them forever. I'm always like, you'll yeah. probably get back together with me if we break up. Well, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's like this thing where it, um, you know, what's funny is, like, you know, it's going to, you know, what's really going to fuck you well, up then is when you do have a guy where you think that that's going to happen and then he doesn't. And then when you do finally pull him back in, that's where those stakes are going to really. It's not even so you're about... I should get into a situation like that. No. <laughs> not at all. Look, her attachment style might be different too, though, because a yeah. lot of it comes back to attachment theory. I'm like avoidant attachment. Yes. So then you might not have yeah. that. But insecure attachment, it's a drug. Because it's like <laughs> literally that's what it is. It's that um, attachment style of like your source of safety. It is, So yeah. what it's actually doing is not just being like, oh, it's good sex. It's actually being like, you are safe now and you're protected. That's it, what your body's uh, telling you when you have makeup sex. It's like, the thing that was keeping you safe is gone. And then you're like, ah, panic. And then you have it again. And you're yeah. like, you're safe. And so and that, it's and like also a survivor thing. And also feeling very, like, it's the most you feel you love that person at the moment. So feeling that loved and loving someone that, that much. That, like, endorphin. It's, like, oh, my God. It's it's brutal in how... <laughs> how I can't wait to be 30. It's... <laughs> it, no, I mean, I feel like it, this kind of stuff happened more in my 20s. Same. It's protection, though, because I think... And I do think if you're avoidant, you probably won't have this, because people probably have it with you like you're yeah. the one you know what i mean yeah yeah but it's but the, the thing is, is when i do find a guy who like is avoidant attachment i become insecure like i become mm, yes like insecure attachment do you yeah. know what i mean interesting yeah but I you feel, feel like, more in control on the avoidant attachment yeah, yeah, yeah which you likes to keep that dynamic yes. yeah <laughs> you know, i know you i stand i stand a controlling queen she knows me very well sometimes Corey will say something to my therapist not like about me but just like tangentially and my therapist will pick up like on an issue oh, and no. she'll bring it up in my session. <laughs> no, yeah. you can't do Wait, that. Wait, is that ethically okay? Well, for us it is. In the yeah, situation. It was very, it was very um, circumstantial. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's nothing like, I mean, we know everything about each other. Yeah, it's and also like wild. Our, I think we like also trust shit. our, it's not, we're not talking We trust talking her shit. too. You guys yeah. don't, might not see it, but this sounds like polyamory to me. Yes, <laughs> it is. Our first session was like a couple's therapy yeah, session. Yeah, yeah. My therapist was like, are you sure you're not into women? And I was like, well, I mean. Well, every friendship I have, every close friendship I have, my therapist is like, are you sure you're not in love with them? Like always, like every therapist. I look up different, they're like, are you sure you're not in love with this person? I just feel so deeply about my friends. And yeah. it is like an abandonment but, attachment thing for sure, but it's not like romantic. But I think with us, I think with us it's actually really healthy. Like, yeah, oh yeah, no, this isn't bad at all. I'm talking all. about past friends where it's oh, been like, yeah, yikes. Yeah, yeah. Like it, <laughs> Megan, uh, Megan was like, I think it is really healthy. I'm it is sorry, really I'm not Megan or whatever not Megan. Name is. Jessica, our therapist. We'll sleep it out. Loving the, loving the projection here. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not joking. She was like, please stop talking about loving, us. <laughs> loving the projection. Uh, I um, okay. So we're almost done. We have we have two more lyrics to go through. Uh, well, we already went through the Fenty Beauty kit line, but yeah. just so people yes. know, highlight of my life, just like that Fenty Beauty kit. Um, she shouts out Rihanna's makeup line. Fenty Beauty is known for its highly pigmented highlighters. So by comparing her man to a Fenty highlighter, Ariana is saying he lights up her life. <laughs> Get you a man that can highlight your life. I just, at life. the end of the day, my thought is like, is it that deep? Like, I'm sorry <laughs> to say it to all of you. Is it that deep? Do you think that's a deep line? No, like when it comes down to any of it, like, okay, mm. no, I'm not going to go. No, it's I don't think like, you're right. Like, I don't think this matter. song is that deep. No, no. It's, you're right. But I'll say this, um, and, and I've learned, I think the last few years, the internet's really taught us on this, is that there is a lot of things you can mine from simple movies and mm -hmm. music. There's so many things that are being revisited as like, uh, almost on an academic level. No, on an academic level, but... Um, but at a certain point, it becomes projection. Sure, no, yeah. totally. And, and I do think when I read certain uh, like things that are 
that are revisiting certain pieces of art. This is especially true of movies. Um, I think sometimes it's a reach that I can't even get on board with. But see, this comes back to, yeah. like, if you read, like, Bart, he talks about um, the intent of the author. Right. And does it really matter? It, and how much of it, like, if you if a work becomes a thing without the author's intent? Uh, like, for, so Joss Whedon has this quote where he says... Uh, <laughs> King Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. He says that uh, art isn't your kid. It grows up and talks back to you. And it's yeah. like your intent with it is one thing. The interpretation is a completely other yes. thing. Yeah. If there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of debate about that. But I think, yeah, if I don't think that ever, there, I know what you mean by projection, but I also think like even an author might not truly be in touch with themselves, but it's coming from somewhere. Right. So you can interpret something so clearly and be like, that was the message. And the author can be like, no, it wasn't. But you can be like, well, you're wrong. I'm right. That's so that's interesting. What I, that's like, I, I um, do that. Like Juno Diaz. He's, mm -hmm. I mean, canceled now, obviously, <laughs> right. but, um, that he, there was like a, a time where people would come up to him and ask him if he was a child of sexual assault. And he had never really, he never explicitly said it, but they could like glean something. And he had been, but he had never said anything yeah. about it. Yeah. So there was something that they saw in his mm -hmm. work that he was like not even willing to admit openly, yeah. which is very interesting. Well, I'll say that with movies, it almost upsets me if directors get too candid about their work, because I do think um, at a certain point it, can kind of dilute. Like I remember a movie that a lot of people didn't like, but I actually did like was Mother. The the Aronoff. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it had a lot to say about art and yeah. creation and those things. And then he comes out and is like, "Well, this was a movie about Mother Earth and how we're not being good to the environment." You're ruining it. You're <laughs> so upsetting. Shut up. Wait, you haven't seen it? No, 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 no. Oh, I mean, like, like that. The, yeah, yeah, like, that's like, ruined. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like Spring Breakers, where after the fact they come out, and they're like, well, it's like satire. And it's like, okay, but like if satire happens and is not interpreted as satire, does it actually function as it? Like, <laughs> right. It just depends on who. Yeah. And you know what's interesting it's, is um, uh, a friend and I were just talking about this. There was a, an, and he, like, I think a lot of someone who was not a big fan of David Lynch early on was Roger Ebert. And his whole thing was, none of this is construed as, the, it, it's not funny to me. Like what you guys think is the satire of it. Specifically, he attacked Wild at Heart at the time. Um, and mm. the one a scene in particular was that Nicolas Cage beats up this black guy and he like bashes his head in. And he's like, and he shoots it in a way that it ends very comically to try and diffuse the racial, racial tension. And uh, I just think he, I, I Kind of don't go either way about it, but I like I, I Wild at Heart. I wasn't crazy about, but I think David Lynch is such an opaque filmmaker that it's really up to the person versus what we're talking. Like, and Mother was that way, and then watch hearing him say that, I'm like, and well, that movie just went from being like really good to just good Shit. at best. Yeah, that's how I feel about Midsummer. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Midsummer. Sing it tonight. Sing it tonight. Not a fan. Uh, not a fan. We talked about it outside. Yeah. I know yeah. we did, but this is recorded. Corey, yeah, yeah. We need this on record. Corey also not a fan, but has seen it more times than Stans have, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, that's my mental illness. Popping hour. out. Popping out. <laughs> that's um, the obsessive. That's me trying to stay sober. So let's do um, the last lyric. Okay, here's the last lyric. Speaking of mental illness, let's talk about Ariana. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She says, let me stay in my bag because I like when you're mad. It's a mood. It's a vibe. It's, it's a look. look it's, it's a match. match. That's my favorite part of the song. That, yeah. that little... She liked it too because she tweeted it um, before the song came out. In a January 2019 Instagram post, Ariana captured a picture which, com which comes from the shooting of the Seven Rings music video with these lyrics. Let me stay in my bag because I like when you... It's what I just read. It's a mood. It's a vibe. It's a look. It's, it's funny that she uses her own tweets 
or like her own lyrics to promote tweets for other songs. Yeah, she's That's very so much. Crazy. But then you can tell what, That's like what how HBO has shows for HBO on their HBO oh, yeah. shows. Yeah. That's oh yeah, yeah, that is uh, HBO. I got I got notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I got notes. Um, so last thing. Well, oh okay. Well, Did just you, about this, I was gonna say this, that she, this. There were a couple of lyrics that she really I feel like hung on to when she was promoting this. That was one of them. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's she clearly connected to this. Like there are many other songs I'm thinking next, but this song wasn't even that great. I don't think. But she really liked. Cause she, I think she used this quote a couple times. Well, she also her own judgment of her work, I <laughs> question a lot because I'm like, oh my god, the stuff she thinks is the best or worst is like, um, what's oh she thinks Dangerous Woman's her weakest album, and she also thinks, uh, I think Needy, I think is her least favorite song on the album, which is huh. fucking crazy to me if that's Interesting. true. Interesting. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of favorite songs, we always end by asking for uh, a rating of the song out of five high ponytails. Yeah, what would you, yeah. Yeah. Well, Corey rolled her eyes uh, so far back. Well, they, <laughs> I can go first. I'm gonna give this a three. I don't think it's my favorite song. I think it's fine. I think uh, all the stuff we talked about. Now I'm more confident in why I don't like it. Yeah, I um I would give it three as well. It's my least favorite. I think it's my least favorite song on the album. Um, which again, that's still like three is still a pretty good score. The mm -hmm. fact that most of this album, most of the songs get pretty damn close to five for me. Um, yeah, this is uh, it's it's a real. I think if Better Off didn't exist, this might have more texture to it. Yeah, it's like mm, take that makeup off. Right. We want to see your face. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I won't be mean. I'll say two. Okay, that's mean, but yeah, me too. I, that I is very mean. But no, oh, you also? <laughs> no, I was thinking two. I was gonna uh, give it a three to be polite, but I feel closer to it. Well, two. I'm gonna fucking lie on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Do you want to <laughs> give it two and a half? No, I'll, okay. I'll win solidarity. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we get it, you're feminists. Uh, <laughs> Truly. Well, supporting women. Thank you guys so much for doing thank this. Thank you so much yeah. for having us. Yes. Where can we find you on the web? Uh, you can find us at, at Funnelingus LA. That's our show Twitter account. And you can find me at Ellery Smith online. Corey. Um, Ellery and I host a monthly stand-up show called Funnelingus. Wait, when is our next one? It's, it's next Sunday. Where? Oh, where is it? Junior high. What time? 50, 50, <laughs> 8 p.m. Oh, that was cute. Um, 5656 Hollywood Boulevard. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Corey T. Johnson. Best T tweets in the game. Taylor. Follow her. She's um, on fire. And what about and, Instagram? Oh, well, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I'm Corey Donated. Oh, God, I hate it. Um, U-N, Corey, C-O-R-I-E, Donated, D-I-N-A-T. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some posts on there. I have some tweets. <laughs> Yeah, follow them both, and uh, thank They're you guys. Free. Oh, and They're you can all free. you can find us at Pod It's a Woman with two S's, uh -huh. um, and it's Pod It's a Woman. It's a mood. It's a vibe. It's a pod. Uh, <laughs> and at Eli Olsberg and at Larissa T. All right, bye guys. See you next week. Love it when we